How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. And uh, this season, I have with me uh, Pete McCall. How's it going, Pete? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? And I want to say hello to all your listeners. Absolutely. I'm doing great. I'm sure they're all doing great, too. So uh, on this episode, just like always, uh, get a new season co-star. Um, want to get a kind of an overview of the last 10, 15, 20 years of your life, how you got into the fitness game, Pete. And, uh, you know, just so my audience knows, Pete's uh, company is all about fitness. He's a personal trainer, uh, educator to other trainers, as well as an established author. So I'll let you uh, take it away from there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And again, thanks uh, for letting me be a part of uh, your podcast. I'm a kid of the 80s, man. I, I grew up, I'm in my late 40s now. I, I grew up in the 80s watching Schwarzenegger, watching Stallone, watching WWF. At the time, it was WWF on Saturdays. Everybody, you know, everybody that you saw had these huge muscles, and and in the movies they had the big muscles. They kicked butt, and and they always got the girl at the end. So as a kid in the eighties, I thought, you know, as soon as bodybuilding became popular, and as soon as I could join a gym, I'm like, I want big muscles like my heroes, right? I mean, exactly. so it goes, it goes back, and honestly, it goes. I, I can honestly say it goes back to that. And I graduated high school in 1990. If I had known I could have gone to high, gone, gone to college and studied exercise science to become a personal trainer, I would have done that. But that didn't really, in the early 90s, you either did physical education to become a PE teacher or you did kinesiology to become a physical therapist. There was not really a career path for a fitness professional. So I, I got a degree in economics and, and did some stuff in, in, in politics. I grew up in the Washington, D.C. area and moved back home and worked in politics for a little while, which is ugh, messy. <laughs> wow. um, but. I, and I was enjoying my part-time job at the gym. I got a part-time job at a gym to to work the front desk and get a free membership. And that's just a little hack for your listeners out there that, you know what, you want to join a gym, but you don't have much money or maybe you're changing things in life. Working part-time just one or two shifts a week, like at the front desk, you get a free membership. So um, anyway, just a little, that's what I was doing in my 20s, right? To get a free membership. And But I learned how to be a personal trainer. I got to meet the trainers in the gym. I got to meet the fitness manager, the the woman who became my wife for a number of years. We, we divorced not long ago. Um, but these were all people who taught me how to be a fitness professional, taught me, this was in the late 90s. They taught me it was possible to be a personal trainer and teach group fitness full time. So I, I left my political job, got a certification, started working at the health club in 98, full time in 98. And just one thing led to another. I learned more, got, went back, got a master's degree in exercise science. The health club company started growing in the early 2000s. I started teaching other personal trainers. I found out I liked teaching and teaching helps you learn. And, and I wanted to learn more about exercise and fitness and wellness. So by teaching teaching others, I, I was learning more. And that's when I got into education full-time. So since the mid 2000s, I've been a director of education for a health club company. I've worked for one of the largest personal training certifications. I, I worked at ACE for five years, writing the curriculum, writing the programs used to educate trainers. And for the past number of years, I've continued to work with ACE. I'm continuing to be one of their educators and one of their contractors, but I also work with National Academy of Sports Medicine. So I, that's the other large certification organization. And I do different things for both organizations. But I'm kind of one of the few people that do that. I'm one of the few people that's written chapters for both manuals. And now I, I, a lot of my work, too, is, is with equipment. I work with Nautilus and Stairmaster. So I write their education programs for how we teach personal trainers. 
So that really has been, it, what's interesting is we've seen this evolution of, of fitness of where the people that are the stars are out there on social media. Well, there are a lot of people like me that work in the background in fitness education that have been grinding away teaching trainers and instructors the last number of years. And that's just what I've been doing is as I really enjoy the process of seeing people learn how to become a personal trainer and going out and helping others. Yeah. And that's what I see. The problem is too, is all the Instagram superstars and TikTok stars and where, you know, hopefully they're getting their information from people like you, hoping they're just not making this up. You know, I kind of see a slip of the personal training pedigree, I guess, but uh, you know, that's all we can do is, you know, educate people and keep, keep the limelight on the, you know, kinesiology and all the fitness stuff. And, and hey, I haven't gravitated to TikTok yet. I, I, I spent, I waste enough time on YouTube and um, YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. So I don't need, I don't need another time wasting an app on my phone, much to my kids' chagrin who want to, who want to watch TikTok too. Um, but I, there are a lot of people on, on social media who are doing really cool things. And there are a lot of really good trainers and coaches who post killer content on those channels. So I don't want to discount that, but there are people out there who, maybe you shouldn't be listening to who maybe are all fluff and, and they're no they're all they're all you know show and no real go they don't know exactly what they're talking about and that can be hard to, for for the average consumer to ascertain of who really knows their stuff versus who really um is just there and just kind of trying to hype something that looks good on a 45 second video but really doesn't have much much behind them yeah if you are going to do something like that kind of vet them a little bit and search them and check them out. Uh, um, Pete, um, are you doing any uh, personal training still now or working at a gym or is it all just education now? A little bit of personal training. I, I, I teach part-time at a YMCA um, here locally. I'm in North County, San Diego. And I, I love the Y, y community because it's a, it ranges everybody from in their 20s to in their 80s um, for the classes I teach and the, and the classes I, I have an opportunity to work with people. And then I do train uh, some, it's funny, I, I do a lot of work, I do a lot of my writing and, and, and education on working with older adults, but the last couple of years, most of my clients have been high school kids, um, primarily um, friends, uh, they're, they're kids of friends and whatnot who are playing sports and their parents ask me to kind of help them out and, and I do, it's fun and I want to make sure the kids get trained the right way. So it's one of those things where I've been focused more on writing, speaking, traveling, and I've been teaching some at, at the Y, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and it allows me too to have a membership for my kids and get to get the kids discounts and then doing a little bit of training with, uh, with high school kids. And I find, I found I like the high school, the high school kids are fun. I mean, they're, they're, especially when they learn how to talk smack back is when you can have yeah. a little bit of fun. I just got to remember just not to, just got to remember not to use the colorful words and, and have some fun exactly. and give each other a hard time. But they're, they're fun guys and they're fun to work with. And my, my, my goal with them isn't really on making them better athletes but it's teach them how to work out safely. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm working with them is it's not so much, I don't, they're great kids. I don't know if any of them have a chance to get college scholarships, let alone do anything else. So it's yeah. more, it's more of just teach them how to exercise correctly and safely. Well, it just keeps you in the game too. You know, yeah, you've exactly. You've done a lot of training in your life and gone more to education, but it's still nice to, you know, keep, keep one foot in the door there. Same, same with me. I'm only doing about three days now training at the gym and the rest is, you know, podcasting, a bunch of other different projects, but I don't ever want to give up, you know, everything. No, I mean, that's the fun thing, right? Is you have a job. I mean, you have a job where you help people feel better in the day. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the tough thing. I say that all the time is once, 
once you get used to people paying you to tell them what to do, it kind of ruins you for, I mean, but it seriously ruins you for any other line of work. And yeah, I mean, and that's, I'll always probably be teaching some group fitness or working with one or two, two clients just because it's great to see how you can have such a positive impact on people's days. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, Pete, uh, what's what's the best way for some of our listeners uh, to get a hold of you? You got a website, social media? No, I live in a cave. I, 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 I'm a hermit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thank you. No, my website is Pete, McC- Pete McCall Fitness. I blog um, for myself as well as blogging for clients. And then the podcast is all about fitness. And what I try to do on All About Fitness is, is I've been a fitness educator for a long time, as you heard in the beginning. And I want listeners to understand what they're doing to their body when they exercise. So I try to interview researchers. I try to interview people like myself who, who write the programs. And I really want people to, I try to help people understand how exercise is, is changing the body from the inside out. And more importantly, how we use that to enhance our quality of life. So, um, and then the book is Ageless Intensity. And in Ageless Intensity, I, I write about how high intensity exercise in particular can allow us to live longer and be able to enjoy our life longer yeah and also just so listeners know, i'm going to try to start doing uh my goal is to get my um get my skydiving license when i'm in my 50s so when i have a little bit more time a little bit more freedom no i want to be i want to i've always wanted my skydiving to get my skydiving card so i can start jumping out of planes and my plan is on doing that in my 50s oh that is awesome i am deathly afraid of heights so i will not be joining you on that one <laughs> um and uh, all, all my listeners know, I'll put all the uh, the links for Pete in the description for the podcast. You can just click on it, get to his podcast. Uh, definitely check it out and uh, check out his website. Um, Pete, thanks for uh, jumping on the show with us. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much, Brad. And I really appreciate the conversation. I really appreciate the information you're putting out. All we're trying to do is make the make the world a little bit better place, one drop of sweat at a time. So appreciate your efforts. Definitely. All right. Thank you. Thank you.